us right now, Lord, with the Holy Ghost. This is your moment, Lord. Take over the preacher, take over the people, take over the pronouncements, and have your way. Glorify yourself. Let your word accomplish that which you're sending it out to do right now. In the mighty master's name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for his sake. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell thank God you're your neighbor. Tell so them you are important to God. And you're important to me. Tell so them neighbor, there is a word from the Lord. Tell so the word of the Lord this morning, neighbor. Somebody else has said, oh my God, you're here. Come on, say it like you're glad. Oh my God, oh my God. Tell the neighbor, that's a word from the Lord. The word of the Lord this morning is against all odds. Shake your hand like they're going to give me some money. Take your seat. What did I say the title was? Christian faith is a life of blessings against all the odds. When you speak of odds, I was working on a sermon and I said, let me look up odds. Odds is the likelihood of a thing occurring rather than not occurring. Odds is the likelihood of a thing occurring rather than not occurring. And so if the odds are two to one, it's twice as likely to occur as not. Everybody with me now? And there's a whole big industry on odds making. Now gambling has been made legal over the internet. It's been made legal. And some people are addicted to gambling. And the gambler always looks at the odds. But if, if odds is too complex for you, just think of likelihood. Some things are likely to happen and some things are not likely to happen. I got in my car this morning. It was likely to start because I took it to the shop. They checked it out and they said it was all right. And so it was like it was more likely that it would start than that it would not start. And indeed, it did start. But let me put this another way of talking about odds. It was not likely that enslaved people, enslaved Africans would accept their slave master's religion, but change and transform that religion into a tool of blessing for those same enslaved African people. Did y'all hear that? Mm -hmm. Touch your mind, tell them this is Black History Sunday. Listen to this now. Touch my other side and listen to this now. This is Black History right here. It was not likely that enslaved people accepted the slave master's religion, but changed that religion into a tool of blessing for those so, so same enslaved people. It was not likely that the Christianity of enslaved Africans became the basis of family, community, and political action. That is something that was not intended by the white folk taught Christianity to enslaved Africans. They didn't intend for those enslaved Africans to make it the basis of family, the basis of community, and the basis of political action. Are y'all coming with me this morning? It was not likely that any of the enslaved Africans could be blessed in a country that treated them like things. The law said, and it was codified in the 
Dred Scott decision, not only that a black man had no rights, a white person was bound to respect, but a, a black person was a thing. Yeah. Cattle was branded, the pig was branded, and the slave was branded. The slave was a thing. They didn't care about mother and child. They didn't care about father and son. That's why when I hear all this conversation about families, and even now I hear the outrage over the separation of families at the border, which I think is justified. I think about how many African families were separated by the process of slavery and that this country will not even talk about nowadays. Oh, help me, hope me, hope You know, once you remember, all the news is not on TV. As a matter of fact, most of the news about us will not be on TV. I, I was reading Facebook, and I, I haven't investigated this, but I saw an article that said there's 68,000 black women missing in America. And you don't hear anything about it. But you hear about one fellow who said he was robbed, who was robbed and poured bleach on him. You hear about You hear a whole TV show, a whole news show about that. But nothing about missing black women. Because in America, all lives from the time of slavery do not matter equally. Okay, now go ahead and talk about that. It was not likely in the history of the United States of America that those enslaved Africans would build churches, own their own businesses, establish schools, and keep on keeping on in the face of laws, courts, police, and businesses that were stacked against them. None of these things were likely, but by the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, they all occurred. Christianity did become a weapon of survival and freedom for enslaved Africans. Christianity did become the basis of family, community, and political action in the African-American community. As a matter of fact, most of the uh, early politicians after Reconstruction, like Hiram Rebels, they were ministers. They came out of the church because the church is the glue that held the people together. <clears throat> Christianity did teach people their own unbreakable dignity in the sight of God. When the slave master was teaching them you're nothing but a thing, the gospel was teaching them you're made in the image of God. When you don't have shoes down here, they knew that they had shoes in heaven and they would get their shoes and walk all over God's heaven. Could not walk around the plantations, but they knew that was a God that stood in judgment over the slave system that would bring them home one day. And that's why one of the early songs that they sang was Give Me Jesus. I don't have too much else, but you can take all the world, but if I get Jesus, I can keep from going crazy. I can keep from breaking down. I can keep from, from, from killing everybody. I can keep my sanity because Jesus let them do that. It was unlikely that enslaved Africans could be blessed against all odds, but that is exactly what happened. And today we sit here still dealing with the odds. Can I go ahead? <laughs> Can I really go ahead? The Bible says, this is the writing of Moses in the book of Deuteronomy. When your son or your daughter asks about the meaning of your faith, why do you go to church? Why do you worship God? Why do you believe what you believe? Tell them that we were slaves, but the Lord brought us out with a mighty hand. God had Moses write by the Holy Spirit that God brought us out.
so he could bring us in. He brought us out of slavery so he could bring us into a land of promise and blessing. And he ends by saying, but you got to be careful to do everything that God told you to do. You don't just get blessed because you want to be blessed. You get blessed because you're lined up with the will of God. Now God can bring you out of slavery, but you can put yourself back in slavery if you're not careful. Oh, y'all don't want me to go ahead. So this text is letting us know that Moses was said, Moses was telling the people, teach your children God blesses against all odds. It was when we were slaves that hope came to us. It is when we were down and out that hope came to us. It is when we had no strength of our own that hope came to us. We didn't get the hope in ourselves because we were strong or, 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 or courageous. We got the hope because God stepped in our situation and God delivered us. Can I go ahead and talk? Touch your neighbor and say, he's the same God that's here right now. Touch somebody else and say, he's still moving against the odds. Christian faith is still a life against all negative odds. When you receive Jesus Christ and give him control of your life, you get a Lord and Savior that changes the negative odds. You see, the odds can change. We have a team, the way a, 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 a lot of sports are set up, the worst teams get the first pick of the new recruits. The worst teams get the first pick of the new recruits. And the hope is that when they get new people, they won't be the worst team anymore. And so when certain teams get certain people, the odds automatically change. See, when the Bulls got Michael Jordan, oh, help me hold it up, the odds automatically change. When the Lakers got LeBron, the odds automatically change. When the Golden State Warriors got Steph Curry, the odds automatically change. Because all it takes is one superstar to change the whole team. Oh, can I go ahead and preach this one? But when he brought you out, 
He brought you in. Oh, hallelujah. But he brought you out. He brought you in. He brought you into his salvation. He brought you into his presence. He brought you into his blessing. He brought you into his promises. He brought you into his glory. Hallelujah. You should be in peace now. No matter what's going on, you should be in peace because of the Lord. You should be in joy right now. You should be in fellowship right now. And let me let me just close. Hallelujah. Because I got to preach three times. I ain't preaching long. Let me talk to somebody today. God wants to bless you no matter what the odds are. Mm -hmm. Help your neighbor touch and tell neighbor. No matter what the odds are. God wants to bless you. Touch my other side and say, neighbor. It might not look like it. But God wants to bless you. No matter who is against you, neighbor. No matter what is keeping you down, neighbor. No matter what pain in your body, neighbor. God wants to bless you. Tell him, neighbor, can I talk to you for a minute? Tell him, Jesus is a life-giving spirit. Tell him, neighbor, the word declares that where the spirit of the Lord is, Be careful. 
depths of the hearts of a lot of believers, there's a lot of doubt. Down in the depths, they say, well, God did that, but he won't do this. Hallelujah. Can't tell you, God is still working there. Signs and wonders, not just in times past. God works signs and wonders in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God works miracles all the time. Hallelujah. Not in every case. I didn't say in every case. I said all the time. Hallelujah. So, there's someone here who want to dedicate yourself. Hallelujah. To living the life like you know the odds are in your favor. Come to the altar. Some people born in a certain kind of family, they feel the odds are against them. Some people born in a certain place, they feel the odds are against them. We all have physical limitations. We feel the odds are against us. But hallelujah, Christianity is a life of faith against all odds. Hallelujah. If you look at your life, you see when the odds were against you, what likely that you would be blessed. Hallelujah. But when you let Jesus come in, you let Jesus fill you. When you get under the direction of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. You see, God moving against all odds. God, I just want to say thank you. So many times we as humans feel the odds are against us. We feel stuck. Help us to hear this word this morning. You bring us out so you can bring us in. Hallelujah. You deliver with a mighty hand. God help us to be careful. To hear your voice. Help us to be careful to obey your word. So that the doors swing open. Because obedience opens the door. Disobedience closes the door. So help us to be careful. To be obedient in every way. So that blessing upon blessing might be ours. God, I thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for some good news this morning. Thank you for letting Jesus die on the cross and raise up for us and for your grace this morning. And I thank you that it was against all odds. Now, Lord, if there's anybody here that doesn't know you as an odds changer, there's anybody here that doesn't know you as a yoke breaker, as a way maker, as a strength bringer, then I pray right now that they will come to hear your voice saying, come to me. All ye that labor in heaven, then I will give you rest. Somebody here lost, saved right now. Somebody here doesn't have a church home, bring them in right now. Somebody here discouraged, touched right now. Somebody here lost some of their faith, Lord, because of things they've been through. Hurt, pain, poison, position, difficulty, life struggle has brought them down. Help them to remember that you are God against all odds. You've moved against the armed might of Egypt, Lord, to bring people out. God, if you can do that then, you can do what we need right now. Yes. Save, heal, deliver, and set free. Yes. My name is his name of Jesus. There's someone here you need to be saved. Someone here you want to join the church. Stay at the altar. Everybody else, if you receive the word of God, put your hand together and go take your seat.